You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Today on the Zabecast, find out what happens when you make a teensy tiny little suggestion on Twitter about the game of soccer right in the middle of a World Cup game. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me as take on the latest NBA free agent moves in his soft spot for Carmelo. We got a rousing rendition of FTG and a reminder on why you must live like each day could be your last. You got 45 minutes burning a hole in your pocket. Well, buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Monday, July 9, 2018. Thank you for the download. As they say in podcasting, let's do that podcast. Before we get to Notorious J.A.Y., an interesting story came my way via The New Yorker, by way of Apple News, by way of my phone, by way of me taking a giant smash. Yes, yes. I read my phone while on the shitter. Amazing, isn't it? I think I'm the only one who does that. Hold on. I'm being told, oh, oh, really? Lots. Okay, then. I stand corrected. Maybe I'm not the only one to do this. The story was about Tim Berners-Lee and what he hath wrought with the internet. The internet is, by the way, like 40 years old. It started in the late 80s, like 88 to 98, 98 to 08, 08 to last 30 years. Hold on, my math is not very good. 30 years old? Maybe it's 30. Whatever. It goes back, I th- you know, I know the internet is like 94. That's kind of the internet for me. And then we're talking it was around even earlier than that in its most primitive form. Tim Berners-Lee, not Al Gore, basically invented the internet. And he talked about in this story all the things that made the early internet so exciting and how revolutionary it was, and just how free and open and wonderful it was. And he's not wrong. It was. And it still is in a lot of ways. But now, with the big three of Facebook, Google, and Amazon, we are living in a tyranny of three massive companies that have way too much power. And basically, it's all because of data. What Tim Berners-Lee is working on, apparently, is a way to claw back some of that power by somehow allowing people on the internet to own their own data. Now, I don't know how this would be. I, you know, I won't say it was a TLDR article, but I did have to get up. My legs were getting numb at that point. But... Uh, it sounds like he's working on a, a software code that would allow owner that would allow users to basically shield their data or to own their data and if they want to sell it for a small chunk to any of the big companies then you can. Now, it all comes down to it'd be great if we could all be anonymous, like truly anonymous on the internet. But once you order something from Amazon, they have to know where you live. 
They have to know, well, how are you going to pay for this? What's your credit card? Then they know a bunch of other stuff about you. So I'm not sure how that would work. As far as Google goes, well, Google figured out a long time ago, hey, let's give away email for free. Why not? And people go, oh, yeah, I get my Gmail account for free. I can log on from any computer or device. It's so convenient. Stores all my emails. Oh, isn't that great? It costs $0. I'm in. Well, you, know, you could buy a Microsoft Outlook and uh, have that server client uh, on your uh, computer, and then you could get your own email account uh, through a separate company for a small amount per month. No, no, screw that. Give me Gmail. Or, in my case, Yahoo. Zabe at Yahoo.com. And... Of course, Google is not dumb. They're like, yeah, we got everyone's email. We're going to now be able to scan your email. We're going to know what is in your subject of your email. We're going to be able to do all kinds of stuff now. And they've got all these other suites of applications. Like here, have a free version of Microsoft Excel. Have a free version of Word. Have a free version of PowerPoint. And on and on and on. Nobody uses Ask Jeeves anymore. In data, there is power. And, of course, everyone has basically opted in to using Google as their search engine and to using YouTube, which Google owns, and using Google Maps and, you know, navigation. Ugh. They're huge. Then, of course, there's Facebook, which is another case of people opting in and voluntarily sharing data about themselves that Facebook has used with great mischief and for great profit. But how do we get everyone to opt out? That's the big question. There are other similar type things to all three of these entities, but they're the biggest, the cheapest, the fastest, and the most used. And so you could say, well, I'm not on Facebook. I'm on something different that has one-fiftieth of the users. Well, how do I find you there? What do, why don't you just get a Facebook page? I don't know how we're going to get out of it. I don't I, I do know it's bad. That's I think it's bad the concentration of all that data, all that wealth, all that technology and th- basically three big entities. Maybe Tim Berners-Lee who invented the internet will invent the antidote to the evilness of the internet if there is such a thing, but maybe there isn't. Maybe there isn't. Malls are closing left and right across the country. Nobody goes to stores to buy stuff anymore. I even chided my own father. I said, Dad, you got to go out to some stores every now and then. You, gotta, you used to go to Micro Center to get stuff. Nah, I get it from Amazon now. <laughs> okay. Doesn't have to leave his house, just like the rest of us. And I'm guilty, too. There's no camera stores anymore because they can't make any money because everyone buys their shit on the Internet for no sales tax and free shipping and generous returns. Thank you, B&H Photo. Ding, 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 ding. I'm part of the problem. We'll see. Time will tell. I got no answers. I, if you're waiting for me to wrap this little preamble to Jay up with a nifty, handy answer, I got nothing. But I do have my friend, the notorious J-A-Y. Always a great visit here on the Zabecast. All right, Jay is going on a cruise, everybody. Uh, starting when now? Uh, that'll be Thursday. Thursday, and you are so excited, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and that means not excited. Not 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 that. I'm, I mean, it's fun to spend time with your family, but my family can be a bit much. Okay, so family. Define family. 
How big a family, extended family, your family, your wife's family, whose family? It's my family, my mom's side of the family, and I believe, and I'm not making this up, I think it's like 60 of us. Wow, 60. That's amazing. I got a lot of cousins, Abe. Okay, a lot of cousins. Now, when Jade told me about this, first thing I said was, there will be t-shirts, and you groaned and said, yep, in fact, my brother, or was it your brother-in-law? My or, brother texted me on Thursday and, and said, "I'm I'm going. Wait a minute. I'm going to read you the exact text. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm at Chandra's. That's my cousin. Yeah. And he says, "I'm grabbing your shirt." And I'm just like, "Oh God. <laughs> Why don't you like to wear the shirt, man? Because Some families like to, like to have." You know, the Johnson family get-together, Spring Fling 2018 or whatever. That's, that's not my thing. They We love to have a shirt for anything. Any occasion, we have to have a shirt. Now, when you say we, who are you talking about? My family. Oh, good. Thank God for that. Right, thought I, you were, wanna, I thought it was a broader we, like it was an ethnic thing. Like, you know, like this is no. uh, that black families typically more often have family T-shirts. I think I have at least, and again, not making this up, 15 shirts from all of our gatherings. Really? In, in, a, in a drawer somewhere, yes. I, I would like for you to maybe get those together. It'd be sort of like Catherine Heigl in 27 Dresses. Jake Cottrell's 15 t-shirts. And, and again, this is both sides of the family, so my dad and my mom's family, they both do the same thing. So I got a lot of shirts. Yeah. And now, are you going to have to wear it the whole time on the cruise? I'm not wearing it one minute. <laughs> what, if it's, I, I, what if it's itchy and tight? <laughs> I, will, I will watch as much World Cup soccer as I will wear that shirt. Oh, okay. So let's just start right there. You're telling me you watch no World Cup soccer so far. I have far. not watched one. No, no, no. Let me. I, okay, let me take that back. Two weeks ago, I was at a party with your favorite former Redskin, AJ Francis. Oh yeah. And he's a he's a big soccer he's a big soccer head, and I watched maybe two minutes of some game. Okay. Got disgusted and walked out. Okay. And what I, and what disgusted you most about it? Soccer. Soccer, just in general. Just in general. I hate it all. Do you know uh, Do you know the hornet's nest that I kicked over this weekend? Because I actually watched uh, a game and a half of soccer, or a match and a half. Because remember, it's not a game, it's a match. It's not right. a field, it's a pitch. It's a pitch. It's, it's, it's not zero, it's nil. It's not a goalie, it's a keeper. And uh, it's not a coach, it's a manager. Oh, God. It's not a team, it's a side. It's not so-and-so is, it's so-and-so are. I mean, I could just go on and on with these soccer terms. But I watched a a match and a half on Saturday because after running my daughter around in the morning, well, I was tired, Jay, and I said, I got to go lay down on the couch. So I napped in and out of the Sweden-England game, and then after that I watched most of the Croatia-Germany game, and it was the most beautiful Saturday in the middle of July we've ever had. 77 degrees and not a hint of humidity. What was I doing on Saturday? You weren't mowing the lawn like me on, on yesterday? You weren't mowing the lawn? No, it would have been a great day to mow it. It, it wasn't due. It was not due for a cut. It, so, okay, it, it wasn't your mow cycle. Okay. No, and ha- I ain't putting any more mows than is legally required into now, my schedule this summer. So I'm watching these matches, 
And at first, I'm like, I'm wasting the day. I'm wasting the day. I'm wasting the day. And then I'm like, holy shit, this Croatia-Russia game is off the hook intense. So you don't get into the World Cup at all. Because I do once every four years. I eat it like a delicacy once every four years. And then I immediately say, you know what would make this sport a lot better? And I start... And I started listing all the different ways it would make the sport better. And the hornet's nest that I kicked over was me suggesting unlimited re-entry and unlimited subs because that game, the Russia-Croatia game, got completely sour on the vine because they were going down like flies. They were exhausted. They were injured. The pace of play had slowed down. And I'm like, why don't you just let a guy who's fresh come in? Oh, soccer heads. Jay, oh. they, oh, they, they reacted with the, the game is the most popular game on earth. It doesn't need your help. Try watching I, some more. It, that would obliterate the need to be fit and play for a full 90 minutes and on and on and on. I'm like, okay, I'm out. Have, Never mind. Have you noticed that soccer is the one sport of the soccer? I don't, you can't call it a big four, but of all the major sports that has not had some sort of change in the game. Like in basketball, they had the three-point shot. Radical in change. Hockey, in hockey, they took away the uh, two-line pass. They let, but in, NFL, in NFL, they, they have the two-point conversion, which was radical, right. and right. changed things up. And they're always tweaking. See, in football, no one says, well, we can't change the rules. The rules are sacred. Soccer, the rules are like sacred. Even baseball has changed shit up with the interleague play and right. with you know other stuff review the clock sucks on the well. the clock on the pitchers and the no stepping out of the batter's box that much yeah but soccer is the only sport that has don't they need a two point shot wouldn't that be good <laughs> no yeah i just thought and, and you know so i understand that but first of all the first thing i said was cuz croatia scored in overtime or excuse, it's not overtime it's extra time <laughs> see i got all these terms down they score an extra time, and it does not end the game, which I think is insane because you want a game that ends on a run-of-play goal, not on penalty kicks. Even soccer purists admit that penalty kicks are basically stupid. Okay, fine. So why don't you have overtime in which it's sudden death? Well, they've tried that before, apparently, Jay. It's called, it was called the golden goal. Oh, God. <laughs> and it would end the game. And I said, okay, so what was wrong with that? Well, soccer people, some of the more helpful ones on Twitter, said it actually created a perverse incentive to not try and to just drag it into penalty kicks. That teams got more conservative with the golden goal and just tried to get fouls. And I said, okay, there, there are always unintended consequences that I am not aware of. But the basics of the game was completely devolving Nobody could run anymore. Why not allow some fresh guys in off the bench? Like they do in hockey. Like they do in football. Baseball, no, you can't re-enter the I game. I was going to say baseball, if you run out of pitches, you're screwed. They do. Now, there's a, there's a real reason why baseball, you should not have unlimited subs. Because you would sub out your worst hitter, who's a good fielder, the entire game. You would use five pinch hitters Did for, your, yes. for your after, all like, glove. Right, for yeah, your, after the sixth inning. No, yeah. no, from the first inning. Like, the, oh, you mean, you mean let's keep say, subbing so you wouldn't have to. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, so but it's like, going to bite you in the ass at some point, though. Eh, possibly. But look, you get, you get five dudes who can jack home runs as your pinch hitters. 
and you sub him out for Ozzie Smith every single time. Light-hitting, all-glove, defensive specialist Ozzie Smith. But in soccer, it shouldn't be any different than hockey. Like, they say, well, the point of the game is to be fit and to be tough, and it's a mental game. Oh, I thought the point of soccer was to see beautiful passing and exciting... And exciting, <laughs> oh God. and exciting runs at the goal and strategic play. Like, wouldn't you want fresher guys to be able to come in when a game has gone into the 115th minute for that? No? This is where you drop in the Simpsons bite of them going to see soccer. Remember that one? Uh, it was it was where they showed the American announcer and then the Spanish announcer watching the yes. exact same but, game. But, but the but but the but the 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 best the Spanish part was, announcer is like the, the, all excited, the, the, and the American announcer is like, and he passes, and he passes, and he but, passes. But remember the commercial to come see the game, come see soccer with low scoring and stars like Agiaga, Agiaga, and Agiaga. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's, that's basically it yes <laughs> uh listen i am not i i even prefaced my question on twitter with is there any support within the game for unlimited subs and that of course drew the typical snobbish rebukes but people also try to help out and say yeah but it would take too long because they gotta have the guy hold up the sign you know, oh. sub it in. But my answer to that is, well, no, there would be there would be, you know, on the fly substitutions just like in hockey. Oh, well, then you'd have to have a referee just to monitor that. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. I mean, you would, maybe you would, I guess, have a linesman. But basically, one guy would tag out, have two cones in the middle of the field that when one of your guys runs off, another guy can run on and don't stop the game. But I, what's listen, so hard about that? What's the, what's the big deal about that? Oh, you got you got rebuked on that one too. Yeah, uh, someone then said, "Is there any support in golf for unlimited mulligans?" <laughs> and I actually laughed. I was kind of like, uh, "Yeah, with me and my buddies, sure." There's a lot of support for that, but no, you're right. That unlimited mulligans at the pro level would make a joke of the game, and I guess unlimited subs for some people in soccer would make a joke of soccer. As if it's not already a joke. Oh, oh zing. Now, with, with that being said, with that being said, though, I will say whoever the announcer is, it, Ian Dark, is that his name? Yes. For the EPL, he is as good as Doc Emmerich is on He's hockey. He's excellent. He is excellent. Yes. yes, he is. So I do notice excellence. And he says like seven words the whole game, but he makes them count. Yeah, he is really good. He, yeah. I watched a game maybe about a month ago. I watched maybe ten minutes of an EPL game, and he was the only reason I stayed and watched it. Okay, so uh, listen to you. You watch a little soccer, I, you a watch little it. as in very little. Uh, yeah, you watch more than you know from from the start. It was of this nine show. o'clock on a Sunday after a bender. So well, that's, that's I think that's what happened. That's when the EPL comes on, baby, on NBC. There NBC, you go, NBC, the network that doesn't want to pay for anything except for Sunday night football. <laughs> That's why they got rodeo and EPL. Although they, I think they pay a decent amount for EPL. Anyhow, England is in the final four. You know, see, I didn't know that. I don't know who's in the final four. Who's in the final four? You're breaking news to me. Okay, it's uh, it's England versus Croatia, and then it is uh, Belgium versus France. Oh, two places I've been. Okay, wow. Okay, wow. 
Belgium and France. And if England wins, that'll be like they haven't won since what the sixties. I'm guessing that's like a big deal. Yes, sixty six would be the year. Okay, sixty six. Right. And, and there you go. And the, and they're singing "It's Coming Home," meaning the trophy, oh, but to God. the tune of "I'm Coming Home." By uh, who does that song? I'm coming um, home. I'm coming home. No idea. I'm not, not even gonna lie. <laughs> you don't even know that. I mean, now I'm gonna not even gonna it. lie. No. Now I'm gonna have to find it, and I'm gonna have to call it up. Yeah, uh, France beat Uruguay. Belgium beat Brazil. And so we have go. no Brazil. I'm guessing that is a the Brazilians are not happy about that. No, no they're not fucking happy. They're pissed. No they're Germany. Like, no Germany. That no, was a big Ger- deal, right? Germans got knocked out early. Ooh, the Germans. Ooh, the, Ooh, the Germans. <laughs> Ooh, the Germans are going to get mad at me for saying Ooh, that. Ooh, the Germans yeah. are mad at me. You can't hear it, by the way, right now. Ooh, the Germans. Uh-oh, the Germans are coming to get me. This is way too much soccer. Stop it, but then we are scared game. All right, let me give you one last thing on soccer. Tell me. Tell me you wouldn't want to be at one of those watch parties, though. Tell me you haven't seen the uh, the video of the watch parties, the little snippets that are circulating on Twitter and whatnot. No? Oh, the ones in – it's like uh, – do you want to be in a big crowd of people like that for something, honestly? Yeah, kind of. Okay, all right. Okay. There, there's a lot of hooliganism going on there. If I, well, okay. If I told you you could get out of the uh, Jake and Trell family reunion on the cruise without the shirt. I would and go. go. And go to a Croatia watch party for the semifinal against uh, England. You're in, right? I'm wearing a scarf and everything. Do you know people have said Croatia is incredible to visit as a tourist country? Yes, indeed. I have seen that. I have heard that. You wouldn't think so, but that's what is they on, say. Is it on the Zabin list? I mean, everything's on my list. You okay. Know, it's like freaky sex positions. I'll try everything once, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it's on the list. I'd say it's really far down the list, but it's on the list. Sure, why not? If uh, I can say, though, Belgium is a place that is very underrated, and you would love it. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd love to go to Belgium. No question I have about been it. there. It is awesome. Okay. Uh, speaking of places you would rather not be, including a Croatia watch party, uh, the Jake and Trell family reunion on the cruise ship, how about being in that cave right now with that soccer team in Thailand? I'll oh. hang up. I'll hang up and oh. listen to your answer off the air. Wait, wait a minute. How did that start? I just saw it, it's like little baby Jessica in the well. That's yeah. like the coverage is getting. Yeah, How did it, that it, start? It, it's like baby Jessica, Jay. If baby Jessica fell a mile and a half down a well, these like, kids are one and a half miles deep. Into a cave that is now flooded, and no, I just I saw... don't know how they got down there. Could you fill me in on that? They went on like a little hike after practice in their soccer uniforms. They're like, "Oh, it'll be a good team building experience. Let's go wander through this cave a mile and a half in." And now like, I heard... people have died going to look for them. Yeah, a a, a a Thai seal, their version of the seals, died setting up the tanks. They apparently have rescued a handful of them so far. But the Thai government has shooed away all reporters, which you know would never happen in this country because there's just there, there's just no way. But they're over there. They're like, no, everyone, we're kicking them out. We got guys with guns. You can't report on this story. They might have to get substitute kids and pretend like they didn't lose any, so they don't oh. look bad, right? 
and buy off oh. the families to go, oh, you know what? We got seven of the 12, so that's not bad. And the five that died, we got five kids who look just like them, and uh, that's the story. Families shut the hell up. Well, when your biggest sports hero is Manny Pacquiao, I guess you can do that. Uh, I guess so. So, question. What would it take cash? <laughs> what would it take cash for you to go to see the kids in the cave and then come back? You oh, would 1 have, million 1 million dollars. Easy. 20 million dollars. Yeah, 20 million. You would have you would have the Thai seals explaining how to use the diving equipment. They would be guiding you. You would have the rope, but you would have to go in there a mile and a half. It takes 5 hours each way. You have to go see the kids, take a selfie with them, and then come out of the cave. How much? Give me a price on that, Jay. I want a price. How about this? How about I can I can put this in something you would understand. I would rather go through what Andy Dufresne went through in Shawshank to get out <laughs> than go in there and get those kids. How about that? There you go. <laughs> okay. So you so you, you say a million dollars to do that? Yeah, a million easy. Okay, a million easy. There's because no there's way. there's parts of the cave I've seen graphics where it's no more than 15 centimeters wide. Or not not centimeters, 15 inches. So you got to skinny your chest. Oh, right? my God. Again, who was the coach that said, hey, kids, let's do oh. this. He's fired. Oh, I've said that coach is so getting fired. And yeah. I heard a report today the coach wasn't even in the, in the cave with him. He just said, hey, why don't you go wander into that cave and come back after you're done. Oh, oh. my God. It's a hell of a story. I hope they get them all out, and I hope they fire the shit out of that coach when it's all said and done. So we've, we've got the miners, the the, 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 was it, the Uruguayan miners a couple years ago, the kids in the in the, in, in, in the uh, tunnel, and baby Jessica. What tunnel kids? No, it was, it was, um, no, it was, that's kids. It was uh, the, the miners in Yes, the Uruguayan. I saw the miners. I saw the movie about the miners. Yes, right. Those. So I'm, I'm. I'm ranking ranking people caught in holes. Those guys, baby Jessica, and now these kids. That's the. That's three that's of the it, four that, from Mount Rushmore. List? Okay. If anyone, yeah, we need if, one more from Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore of people stuck in places horrible yes. for a yes. long time. Yes. Does that include me at the AM radio station I'm currently at? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Gasping <laughs> my career. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Gasping one. for oxygen as we speak. All right, did we – I can't keep track of the days and the weeks and what you've weighed in on. Have you been on since LeBron signed with the Lakers? I have not. Well, then, Jay, have at it. I did not see him. I'm, I guess I'm one of the foolish ones. I thought he would stay in Cleveland, but – you know, this move, by the way, they're not winning a title next year. I mean, this year upcoming. So I don't know how 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 earth shattering that was. Now, next year's free agent class is the one that's interesting. But- Assuming, well, the, the Kawhi factor is still the huge wild card because I can't see Kawhi playing next year, this coming season for the Spurs. Can you? You think he'll sit out? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I can't see that. But I don't see them trading him to the Lakers. No, no, no. there, no. there's no, no way. He is, he is going to Philly, okay. someplace like that for a year. There's no way they're trading him to the Lakers. Okay, but back to LeBron. So I didn't see it either. I, 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 I thought that LeBron was scurred a little bit of L.A. and the Lakers and legacy. But I guess he either got over that or he realizes 
yeah, my title-winning days are probably over. It's time now in my 16th season in the league to start setting up my Hollywood foundation. And he's he's pretty he's got a pretty good producer thing to him. I would go look up stuff that LeBron's produced. You'll be a little surprised. Trainwreck. With Amy well, that, it's it's like a couple other movies. I was like, LeBron produced that. Huh. LeBron's got a pretty good post NBA career setting up for him. Okay. He in Clutch Sports, which by the way is one of the most shadiest thing. In oh, the NBA. really? Really? Clutch yeah. Sport. How does LeBron have a part of Clutch Sports representing other guys in the NBA? And nobody going, this doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, 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 it's LeBron's friends from growing up. Which somehow he is a part of, but nobody has brought up, this might be this might be something shady, but nobody says anything. Yeah, well, I, it's not illegal, I guess. Obviously. Okay. okay. All, okay. Right, so, all right, so there's that, LeBron, and now the guys they bring in. Lance Stevenson. Let's start. That one made no sense. Okay, the argument is... LeBron doesn't care to play with guys he likes. He wants to play with guys he respects. And he wants to play with guys who are not afraid of the moment or not afraid of taking on guys who may be better than him, and that would be Lance Stevenson. Okay, but, but guys who are not good. He <laughs> did, I guess he didn't mind playing with them. <laughs> do you know do you know how many teams Lance Stevenson has been on? He's been Five on like six? he's been on like seven teams in oh. nine years in the league. Like I didn't even realize that. That's something almost, else. That he's been on almost that many a Maryland teams. Terrapin too. Almost a Maryland. He was one school away from being a Terp. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could you see Gary with him? Gary would have had a heart attack. <laughs> exactly. So, and then there's Rajon Rondo, which is another interesting one, and it's going to be interesting the dynamic with him and the young ball kid. Which I heard. I don't think it was you, but someone else was saying they did a preview of the Lakers and they left Lonzo Ball out. And somebody said that might be foreshadowing, that they might trade him. Wow. Would you be shocked? Because they can get out of the ball business totally uh, and not have to worry about it ever again. I think it's a real good hedge to keep Papa Ball in his lane, as he likes to say, right? The fact that they've got a ready-made point guard who's a veteran right there, that, that, that's the ultimate stay-in-your-lane move to L- L- Lonzo Ball and his dad. How good is Lonzo Ball going to be, though? All-star, very good. What, do you, what are your, they what like are your future's bet? If you... uh, the, 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 the basketball people who watch a lot of this shit like him. I still see a shot that's god-awful. A sideways, sling-armed random shot that's never going to be totally consistent. He got better at it, but I, I just don't see it. He's a very good passer, good rebounder, but the rebounding from the point guard position is a little bit worthless because those are it's almost, a lot of long rebounds. It's not right. It's, they're it's, almost yeah. always uncontested boards. Right. Like I don't, I don't, maybe the advanced metric nerds have a stat for contested boards because I'd like to see that. That's that's all that matters. Sometimes he's got great court vision, though. I will say that. Yeah, excellent court no, vision. No, very good. By the way, here are the teams for Lance Stevenson: Indiana, Indiana, Chicago, Clippers, Memphis, Pelicans, Timberwolves. Back to Indiana. Now to L.A. He's 27 years old. This is going to be his eighth team. What does that say about you? Well, it says that a lot of teams don't mind getting out of the Lance Stevenson business. You know what I mean? Just like a lot of teams don't mind getting out of the Dwight Howard business, and he's 
just gonna be a Laker now. I mean, a wizard now, Jay. A wizard. Did yes. you did you throw up in your mouth a little bit when you heard that signing? I didn't throw up in my mouth because I don't care enough to throw up in my mouth. I threw my hands up as if to say, well, of course, of course he'll be a wizard. This is, of all the Ernie things that could be done, this is the Erniest of things. And I've got people adding me on Twitter now saying, you don't know what you're talking about. This is going to be great. He's an athletic two-way you know, stretch five. Even though he can't shoot, he's good on pick and roll, be perfect for John Wall, and I'm like, so what you're saying is, this time it'll be different. Because every other place that got him couldn't wait to get rid of him. Uh, uh, he is in year what? Year 13 now? I believe so, yes. But it's going to be and different. And he's been on a bunch of teams, too. Okay, yeah. people. And you, know, there's, right. you know there's uh, basketball writers like Tim Bontemps, Washington Post, who say flatly, he's a Hall of Famer. No question about it, first ballot. His resume is absolutely unassailable. And I'm like, really? I would fire that person. Who, what? That's what Tim Bontemps writes. Other people write the same stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that, but okay, sure. I mean, okay, if you get, well, uh, if you're just going by numbers, but not on, there's there's a lot of hollow stats in the NBA. Like, you can get a lot of garbage points at the end of a game, garbage rebounds, the past stuff. Yeah. But Dwight Howard was never a go-to guy. He was never big in the moment. That's that's insanity that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's well. insane. Let me let me ask you this one: Is Tony Parker a first ballot Hall of Famer? Ah, he's really really good. I didn't think I had to look up. I think he is. He's really really good. I, well, here's the thing: I said this is what got somebody to at me on Twitter. I said. Shit, I would have rather had Tony Parker for two years as a good backup point guard of John Wall than Dwight Howard. And that's what got the people all up and mad at me. Uh, you know, Austin Rivers can play the point, and they can move uh, Thomas Sedaransky to the point. And I was like, yeah, but, like, they're not real point guards, basically. Neither one of them. Like, Tony Parker is a real bona fide point guard. And we need to give John Wall about 12 minutes of rest every night. Good minutes of rest where we don't... Are, we don't go minus twelve or something in the plus minus during that time. Point guards really devalued. Point guards really devalued from what it used to be, though. I don't know. You still need a guy to bring the ball up. Yeah, but you just need somebody to shoot. Center. It. How about a no range center? A no range center has been really devalued, and we had two of those in Gortat and Mahinmi. We got rid of one, and we brought in another no range center in Howard. So well, you, yeah. you could have had you had JaVale McGee and you got rid of him. <laughs> JaVale. JaVale would stink with us. JaVale is great on a good team where you don't have to play him very much like he was with Golden State. On a team where he's playing real minutes, the, the full JaVale show would come out. World champion JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee and Nick Young have rings. Let yeah, that I sink know. in. Let it sink in. I know. And Let then and, and then there's this. Carmelo Anthony may end up on the Lakers. Because OKC is going to buy out, they're going to use the so-called stretch provision and buy out his contract. He's still going to get the $27.5 million. Money for nothing, chicks for free. It's like stealing. It's great. Broad daylight. What incredible heist these NBA players can make at the end of their career. But then they can write it off their books, and they save, Jay, almost $105 million in luxury tax penalties because they use a stretch provision to get Carmelo off the books. That's good bookkeeping. Yeah, it sure is. It's like in Seinfeld. What's the stretch provision? Did it? They're the ones. <laughs> They're the ones using 
the stretch provision. And I think they know, Jerry, what the stretch provision is. <laughs> you know, how many times, by the way, we're going to hear, and I, I like Carmelo, but here, here's the, the, the Carmelo, there's Carmelo whites, by the way, people who think Carmelo could do no wrong. Oh, yeah. And, here, and here's the one they use. You know, he might be the greatest international player of all time. Because of all his gold medals. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> he, hey, he, how about that? Hey, how about that? He, he even bragged about the, you know, how many gold medals he had. Hey, how about that? He, like, considers them quasi-championships. Do you I mean, know he that? does have his NCAA championship ring. He does yeah. have that. Yeah. And nobody can take that away from him, but. Yeah, kind of, kind of small in the NBA. Yeah, I, I just think I think Carmelo Anthony is a guy that people think he's good because everyone says he's good. Like, yes, he can score, but there are so many deficiencies to his game, starting on defense and then going right back to the point that he needs the ball to dribble the air out of it for about 22 of the 24 seconds on the shot clock. <sighs> I saw him in high school, and he was like, 15 or 16 and I was like whoa this guy is going to be the next thing and I was kind of wrong well he he was a very good player but he is he a great is he a first ballot hall of famer I don't know about first ballot I think he's a lot he's a, I think he's a lot you know what it's the NBA it's, it's basketball he'll it, it's that international thing so he's definitely going to get in the hall of fame because of his international score I think he's got like the most points in Olympic history or something ridiculous like that I think yeah. I might be right. So here's what Carmelo here's what Carmelo said. I'd be very happy. I'd be very happy walking away from the game knowing I've given it everything I have, knowing I played on a high level at every level, high school, college, and won a championship at Syracuse, and and three gold medals. I can look back on it when my career is over if I don't have an, an NBA championship, and still say I had a great career. Some people blasted him for that. I think that was just being honest. I, I can't get angry at that. I can't get angry either. But, I can, yeah. But you know what? It would. Fail. And he's never played with another all another all star. That's another thing that Carmelo White's like to bring up too. That's oh, the cult of Carmelo. Yes. All right. You want to hear the stat of the day, Jay? Stat of the day. Okay, yes. Okay. Stand by and back up. I know I'm not feeding you audio on this, but it's going to come down in just a second. Here we go. Stat of the day. All right, Jay Cutler is not yet technically retired. He said, I don't know if I'm going to play again. But did you know that Jay Cutler, against the spread in his career, was 59, 90, and 6? That that is a money-losing train, express train, like you never have seen before. Behold, your stat of the day! All right, here's the question for you. 59, 90, and 6 against the number Jay, Jay Cutler went. Wow. Okay, here's a question for you. You've got one game to win. Yes, You're sir. You're a coach. Every, quarter, there, every quarterback in the world is not available except for two, Jay Cutler and Jeff George. Who you take? <laughs> That's a trick question. You find you find the nearest starter gun and blow your brains out. You have to pick one. No. Who do you choose? You have to choose between one of those two. Uh, you know what I choose, Jay? Hopefully it's a it's a winter game, and they have those uh, those giant jet engine heaters on the sideline, and I go find it. I stick my head right in it, okay, and I'm like, okay, I'm done now. Instead of picking one of those two losers to win the game, I'm just going to kill myself. 
I uh, thought you'd come up with one. Okay. It doesn't matter. I Probably Jeff George. Probably. Ooh. But it's Ooh. a it, it's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Would he bring Whitlock with him? Because you know they were college teammates. <laughs> or was, high school teammates. Good luck, I'm sorry. Good luck banging the drum for him for so long, man. It was just <laughs> something else. All right. Before we get to FTG, one more story for you. ESPN has now removed the comment section from their articles. What sayeth you, Jay Cottrell? Good move, bad move, yay, boo. What do you think? I said on social media maybe two months ago, uh, the comment section is one of the downfalls of this nation. So I think that's a good move. (laughs) Tell me you don't read comment sections, though. I do, and just to go, what a jag-off that person was for writing said comment. Okay. Have Have you ever in your life added to a comment section i don't think i have you don't I, think you have i don't think i may have very early on on the interweb okay but not in the last 10 years can you imagine if you're somebody you know a pft commenter has become a major media celebrity starting out as a guy on message boards so don't you think that fuels the next generation of great Sports opinionists firing of off one does. opinion it's, at a time on the on the message boards. Of course it does. It's like comedian. It's like people who are doing comedy off YouTube now and getting deals. <laughs> oh, I got a whole. How much YouTube do you watch? I used to. I used to go down YouTube holes at night before going to bed. But now <laughs> that's a good one. I, you go to YouTube holes like the uh, Thai soccer team. <laughs> you just like I don't care how dark and flooded this cave of YouTube is. I'm going down it. But I will say, Zabe, that there is one thing you can watch on TV. The Cobra Kai series was the best thing I saw so far this year. I can say that unequivocally. What? The, what is it? Where is it? Who is it? Oh. Okay, the Cobra Kai series. What they did is they took the Karate Kid saga. Yeah. They have they have Daniel and they have Johnny. What they did is though, they made Johnny the sympathetic character. Daniel LaRusso is kind of the dick. Who's, and they both, who's they? Where is how, this? That's how it's it's on YouTube Red. The YouTube Red. Is it so, an original production? It's a it's an original I and I think LeBron James is in this somehow. I think he is. I, new a, new actors? They had, no, they have uh, Ralph Macchio and the guy who played Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid. But older. It is, right. There's a scene where Johnny Lawrence is, he's training this guy to be like this guy, this, this young kid who's been picked on. And, and Johnny is uh, one night getting a beer. He's down in his luck. He's, he, you know, he's kind of a bum. And uh, they, these kids pick on this one little kid. Johnny comes with aid and then, of course, teaches the kid how to do karate, the Cobra Kai style. But there's a scene where they're on the beach and he's telling them about, remember the girl from Karate Kid, Allie? Remember the one that I'm not that a big around? I'm not a big Karate Kid aficionado. I saw <laughs> it. I saw okay. it once a okay, long time well, ago. And that's it. And then for the rest of my life, I had to listen to Bill Simmons lecture me about it in his columns. So, yeah, that's it. Well, the, the girl that he, uh, the girl that Dana LaRusso fell in love with going out with Johnny. Johnny tells the story about how Dana LaRusso was kind of a dick and he budged and he, and he kind of impeded his way in. It's a excellent series. Okay. If you like, but you won't like it because you didn't like the original Karate Kid. I, whoa, so whoa, people, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I didn't like it. 
Well, I said I watched watch... it once a long time ago. Well, you have to watch this because I was like, this is going to suck. And it didn't. It was. Oh, let me take that back. It's not LeBron James. Will Smith is the executive producer. Another great black man. <laughs> of which there are many, Jay. <laughs> which of which are there many. are many, both famous and not famous, that just are great human beings and Americans. And yes. with that, we bring you to FTG for the week. Stand by for the theme, everybody. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who is your FTG for the week? It's funny. I have to I have to use one of your uh, one of your guests. He's not in this FTG, but it's because of him. So I heard Drew Olson talking about his FTG was guys who just dismiss soccer. My FTG is guys who try to make you like it. If you don't <laughs> like it, you are the worst person on the face of the earth. It's okay that I don't like soccer, but don't try to tell me that I'm stupid and I could never understand it. I just don't like it. It, it, it. And that's okay. That's what makes the world go round, that I don't like soccer. So to guy who tries to shove soccer down my throat, fuck that guy. Since I'm listening to a little CeeLo Green here as we chat, I'm wondering, does he have a new album coming out? CeeLo Green had a sexual harassment oh. charge, and ever since then, a like harassment. Three years I thought ago it was assault, two, bro. I thought oh, it was, it was like rape. Yeah. Okay, it was like a rape. Like, he's like been drug rape since then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been kind of quiet. Kind of quiet like that. Okay. Yeah. My FTG goes to one Dave Alexander of Ontario, Canada. Why do I give the honor this week to Dave Alexander? Because He's selling a six-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger and french fries on eBay for $29.99. What kind of weirdo freak keeps food for six years? He says they are still pretty decent looking, and well, I see the photos, and no, they're absolutely disgusting. He says the burger itself has darkened just a bit. The bun is about as hard as a hockey puck, but it looks basically brand new cosmetically that's as the of, strangest thing as I've of ever thursday heard night life. as of thursday night there were zero bids but alexander's not worried he says it's basically petrified itself it looks very sellable i'm going to assume that someone's going to rehome my cheeseburger no how about you stop selling old disgusting fast food online so to you dave alexander of ontario f that guy All right, Jay, enjoy your trip. And if people want to follow you on Twitter, which they should for the good zingers, uh, Jay Cottrell, Cottrell 34. At, uh, yeah, Jay Cottrell 34. All right, brother. Be good with your family. I know the t shirts rub you the wrong way, but these are your family members, and they love That's you. And you know, keep the peace. Don't bring up, you know. The, that time that uh, Aunt Susie said something sideways. <laughs> Just let bygones be bygones, I okay? Will, I, will, I will wear my shirt and smile. All right, very good. Talk to you next week, Jay. See you, Zay. Bye-bye. All right, we'll end with this. File it under horrible, ironic, and split-second ways to you're dead. Die. Headline. Philadelphia man, 52, Killed by runaway bus while sitting in Q. 
kiddie pool in front yard. You have got to be kidding me. I wish I were. You can look it up, Philly Inquirer. Police ID man killed when SEPTA bus crashes into home. Investigation continues. There is a photograph of this SEPTA bus. And there it is, straight into the mouth of a row home on Frankfurt Avenue in Philadelphia. And there is a grieving uh, family, two family members, two friends on the, excuse me, on the very next door porch, heads bowed, head in hands, wondering how on, why, why God, why? James Derbyshire was pronounced dead at the scene. He was sharing an inflatable wading pool with his son and a woman right in front of his home. A bus carrying about 15 passengers ran a red light at the intersection of Morrill Avenue and Frankfurt shortly before 6 p.m. hit a Ford Fusion and a Lincoln MKZ that were traveling on Frankfurt. The bus then jumped the curb, plowing through fence posts and shrubbery straight at the three people sitting there enjoying a wading pool in their front yard on a hot Philadelphia day. One killed, that's the 52-year-old man, others injured. There it is, bus right in the middle of your home. Godspeed to the family, but it does remind you, ain't no day promised. Every day, live it like it's your last. Live it like some runaway bus could come while you're just sitting there enjoying a kiddie pool, putting your feet in there, cooling off on a summer day. That'll be a wrap for today. You know the drill. Tell two friends. Hit up a message board of your choosing to talk about it. Leave a positive view and a rating. That does help. Thank you for that. Download, subscribe at all the major podcast outlets. You know what they are. And always remember, there's a reason why subpoena rhymes with hyena. Think about it. Huh? Huh? Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime.